Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back. This is 1 Kings chapter 18. So now we'll see Elijah again being sent to Ahab. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go, show thyself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. And Elijah went to show himself unto Ahab, and there was a sore famine in Samaria. And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord, meaning that she killed all the prophets, that Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. And Ahab said unto Obadiah, Go into the land unto all fountains of water and, and unto all brooks. Peradventure we may find grass to save the horses and mules alive, that we lose not all the beasts. So they divided the land between them to pass throughout it. And Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way by himself. And as Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him, and he knew him, and fell on his face, and said, Art thou that my lord Elijah? And he answered him, I am. Go tell thy lord, Behold, Elijah is here. And he said, What have I sinned, that thou wouldst deliver thy servant into the hand of Ahab to slay me? Others who, who sent word to Ahab that Elijah had been found when he had not been were killed. That's why this servant is afraid to, to say that Elijah is here. As the Lord thy God liveth, there is no nation or kingdom whither my Lord hath not sent to seek thee. And when they said he is not there, he took an oath of the kingdom and nation that they found thee not. So Elijah was actually hunted in every country around the area. And now thou sayest, Go tell thy Lord, Behold, Elijah is here. And it shall come to pass, as soon as I am gone from thee, that the Spirit of the Lord shall carry thee whither I know not. And so when I come and tell Ahab, and he cannot find thee, he shall slay me. But I thy servant fear the Lord from my youth. Was it not told my Lord what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord, how I hid a hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water? And now thou sayest, Go tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here, and he shall slay me. And Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts liveth, before whom I stand, I will surely show myself unto him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab met, went to meet Elijah. Obadiah was the king's chamberlain or governor of his house. As such, it was his responsibility to arrange the king's appointments. That is why Elijah told Obadiah to set up an interview between the prophet and king, Ahab. The fact that a king and his chief steward had to look for water and grass by themselves shows that the famine had become acute. Ahab knew that Elijah had brought this distress, so he searched for him. Apparently, Ahab had considerable power and authority among surrounding nations, for he was able to exact promises for them that they were not concealing Elijah or that they knew of his whereabouts. Sometimes, however, someone would see the prophet, but when he reported seeing Elijah, the prophet had disappeared by the time Ahab got there. Ahab then killed the person who said he had seen Elijah. Obadiah's fear that Elijah would disappear again was caused by his awareness that Ahab would not hesitate to have him executed if he failed to deliver Elijah. Elijah promised Obadiah that he would appear before Ahab. Whether this Obadiah, who feared the Lord greatly, is the author of the Old Testament book of the same name, is not known, but it is doubtful. That was out of the Institute Manual. 
Verse 17, And it came to pass, when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said unto him, Art thou he that troubleth Israel? The wicked often blame others for the Lord's anger, not their own wickedness. And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, in that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and thou hast followed Balaam. Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal, four hundred and fifty, and the prophets of the groves, four hundred, which eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent unto all the children of Israel, and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. And Elijah came unto all the people, and said, How long halt ye? between two opinions. If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. How long hop ye between two boughs? The people were worshiping both Jehovah and Baal. Do we do the same, worship God and the worldly distractions? President Kimball said that modern Israel, or modern modern idols, can take such forms as clothes, homes, businesses, machines, cars, pleasure boats, degrees, and letters, and titles, power, and prestige. They were waiting for a good opportunity to present itself for them to choose. God in his mercy gave the opportunity. So as they're mentioning here, do you hop between two boughs? He's saying, are you indecisive on who you're going to follow? Verse 22, then, Elijah, then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only, remain a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. The 400 of Jezebel were not there. Let them therefore give us two bullocks, and let them choose one bullock for themselves, and cut it in pieces, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under. And I will dress the other bullock, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under. Notice that he says the no fire under. The prophets of Baal used trickery to start their fires by having small embers under the sacrifice, and seemingly miraculously starting their fires. Probably used scout water to start it with. Verse 25, And call ye on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the gods that answereth by fire, let him be God. Baal was the god of fire. Surely he could do this miracle. And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken. And Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, Choose you one bullock for yourselves, and dress it first, for ye are many. And call on the name of your gods, but put no fire under. And they took the bullock which was given them, and they dressed it, and called on the name of Baal from morning until until even until noon, saying, O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice, nor any that answered, and they leaped upon the altar which was made. And it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is, he is a god. Either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or he is in a journey, or peradventure he sleepeth and must be awaked. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after their manner with knives and lancets till the blood gushed out upon them. They were abasing themselves, hoping to get their God's attention. And it came to pass when midday was past, and they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, that there was neither voice nor any to answer nor any that regarded. And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And Elijah took twelve stones, a true, true altar of God, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of, it, of Jacob, who un, who unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench about the altar as great as, as would contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order, and cut the bullock in pieces, and laid him on the wood, and said, Fill four barrels, or jars, with water, and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. 
And he said, do it the second time. And they did it the second time. And he said, do it the third time. And they did it the third time. So this results in about 12 barrels of water. And the water ran round about the altar, and he filled the trench also with water. The pouring of the water was to show the people as well as the heathen priests that there would be no trickery in the miracle they were about to see, proving that there's no water or no fire underneath to start it. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God, or that thou art Jehovah, art the God, and that thou mayest turn their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell. And consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, he is, in, he is the God, the Lord, he is the God. And Elijah said unto them, Take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape. And they took them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and threw them there, or slew them there. They may have cast over precipices fourteen feet high down to the river Kishon. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up and up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees, and said to his servant, Go up now toward the sea. Look toward the sea, and he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariots and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the, heat, that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain, and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and, the gird, and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. He outruns Ahab in his chariot. One of the myths of Baal was that he was the fastest of the gods. Elijah is showing that Jehovah was, has made him faster than Baal. This was about a 20-mile run. All right, so that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.